Welcome to Happy Class. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm a former special ed teacher turned behavior coach with a passion for teacher well-being. In this class, we believe that all educators are humans first and teachers second. We will be sitting down with educators from all walks of life for some real talk about balance, joy, and what makes us who we are. If you want to be your best self inside the classroom, you have to be your best self outside the classroom first. Today's class is in session. Hi everyone, this is Jenny and welcome to Happy Class. I am super, super excited because I have my friend Nicole here with us today. And Nicole and I met on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's really cool because I was on your podcast. Now you're on my podcast. Um, and your handle is at Adaptation Station on Instagram. And we just like got talking there. And when I told her about this project, I was super, super excited because I feel like it's right up your alley. So I'm really excited for our conversation today. I'm very excited as well. <laughs> yeah. So Nicole, just to kind of give people a little bit of a background, um, you're a former teacher, but a current BCBA. Woo woo. I remember when yes. you passed the test. Um, and you split your time between working at a behavioral clinic and working from home on your TPT store. Mm-hmm. Now, everyone listening, Nicole has dealt with an anxiety disorder for her entire adult life and definitely saw how a lack of balance between work and home contributed to that. I definitely saw that for me too, so I totally get it. Mm -hmm. Um, She is passionate about that balance now and is always looking for ways to better manage her mental health. When she finds something that works, she loves to share it as well. And that's why you're here, is to share a strategy with us that helps you balance your life and work. That's what we're all about, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, okay. I remember when we were trying to decide what to talk about. And you had posted on your Instagram stories about these in the dumps bags. And like all these lights went off in my head. I was like, yes, yes, yes. This is what we need to share. This is what we need to talk about. Because this is such a practical thing that is going to help seriously so many people with just that work-life balance in general. But if somebody is listening and is like, what the heck is an in the dumps bag? What in the world are you guys actually talking about? Um, Describe it to us like, Short, simple, sweet, what is it? Absolutely. So an in-the-dumps bag is a bag that is filled with something that you can do when you're feeling, I call it in the dumps, or just feeling sad. So when you're sad, you can get this bag and do whatever predetermined activity that's in the bag to help you hopefully get out of that rut. I love that. I actually have something kind of similar. I call it a happy box. Mm -hmm. And it's just like full of things that just make me happy or or bring me joy or or are uplifting in some way. But do you make like one at a time and pull from it? Like with my happy box, I have one box and I just pull the box out. But within the dumps bags, do you like have one bag and you reuse it? Do you make a bunch? Like how does that work? I made a bunch and we can actually talk about in the podcast the difference across all of them because different Mm -hmm. bags reach different issues that I'm having. Uh, But I have a basket in my garage and it's got actually about 15 different bags in there right now because my needs are going to be so different 
based up off of the type of day I'm having and why I happen to be in the dumps that day. Yeah, I love that. And also, I love that you keep it in your garage. I feel like, like as somebody who follows you on Instagram, I feel like the garage is like the self-care hub in your house. I don't know if that's true or not. It is. For anyone <laughs> that does not know, in the summer, we put an inflatable pool in my garage. In the winter, we have an inflatable couch and a projector to watch movies. So we turned our garage into like the basement of our dreams because we don't have a basement. So that's where I hang out. And so that's why they're in there is that can be a place I can go to. And I'm like, Ooh, I'm not feeling too good. (laughs) That's amazing. And I've told you this before, but like, I think the garage and these bags like are a perfect example of how you just love to make ordinary things special. (laughs) And, and the fact that you've made your garage such a special place, I think is so cool. So anyway, so you said you have like 15 of these. Yes. That's so cool. So like when, like, how do you decide like what to put in the bags and what that whole process is? So when I first came up with this idea, it's because I'd have had like three weekends in a row where I just was sad. So it wasn't necessarily like something bad happened at work or I got in a fight with my husband. Like the world was fine if I was just sad. And that's a really frustrating feeling to have because I like to solve problems. And when there's not really a problem to solve, I kind of was like, okay, well, what am I supposed to do? So I sat down and I was like, you know what? I need to have like a strategy or a tool that I can use to help me feel better. And so my husband tried to help me one of these afternoons and he was like, well, you love to read. Do you want to go to the library and get a new book? And I was like, no. He's like, okay, well, do you want to cook? You love to cook. We could make something. I said, no. He said, do you want to walk the dog? No. Do you want to take a bubble bath? No. And the problem was I was so... I call it in the dumps. I was so in the dumps in that moment that I knew all of these things would make me feel better, but I couldn't latch on to any of them. Mm, But then when I was feeling better, I decided to sit down one afternoon and I made a list of everything that I had ever done that made me feel happy. I don't know if you guys ever have this moment, but sometimes I'll take my dog for a long walk and I'll just think like, I love doing this. Why don't I do this more? Or I'll be like, this is so fun. Why don't I do this more? So I sat down and I made a list of everything that I could think of that I'd ever said, I should do this more. This makes me feel happy. And then that's how I pulled the bags together. It has everything I need to do any of those activities. That is so cool. I love that. And, And I can definitely relate to that idea of like feeling sad, feeling in the dumps, not really having a reason why and not really having a way out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I love that this is like a practical thing. And that idea of um, preparing it when you're feeling good. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we we talk all the time about like proactive versus reactive, right? Right. And when we're in that moment and we're reactive, well, no, I don't want to read a book. No, I don't want to walk the dog. No, I don't want to cook. No, I don't want to do these things that I know bring me joy because I'm just sad. Mm -hmm. And um, then in those moments when we aren't sad that we think, okay, what can I do proactively so that I am helping myself in advance? Kind of thinking about tomorrow, Mm -hmm. less 
less than just right now. Like I might not need this right now, but I'm going to need this tomorrow. Right. Kind exactly. of <laughs> I love that. But you said that you have different bags for different purposes. Right. So like, how do you decide that side of it? So I'll kind of have to look at, and so one thing that's really different about this is as we talked about, I do have an anxiety disorder. So this is not the same as when I'm actually having an anxiety attack because that's a whole different realm I have to go into. Right, for sure. This is more of just the sad days. So an example might be, um, I struggle to be social a little bit. It can be hard for me to be in a really like social environment. Like my staff holiday party was hard for me because that was like 20 people I had to mingle with. So when I'm in the dumps after that, it could be an example where I had like too much time with other people. And so whatever task I need to do needs to be something I do by myself. So maybe it is taking a bubble bath. Maybe it is painting my nails. Or I could have a day where I feel sad and I feel kind of alone. And so I don't want to be alone. I want to do something with my husband to remind myself that I'm not as alone as I feel. So we might choose to do a puzzle bag or we might choose to do a game bag. But if I have had too much time with people, I don't want to do the activity with my husband. And if I'm feeling lonely, I don't want to ditch my husband and go get in a bubble bath. So that's why we have a couple different bag styles so I can figure out, okay, what led to this point and which type of bag would help me feel better right now. That's amazing. And and it takes so much self-awareness. Mm-hmm. So like one, kudos to you for that, <laughs> but also the awareness of like the people around you too. Right. I love that your husband's a part of that. Do you have any like friends who know about these or like you have bags that are like, hey, reach out to so-and-so or anything like that? I do. So uh, I have a very good friend who I, funny enough, I also met on Instagram, but she happens to live about 15 minutes from me. Oh, wow. Her name is Ashley. And so uh, Ashley is uh, in a couple of the bags. She gave me some stuff for my bag. So she gave me some new nail polish to put in a bag. And she gave me a face mask to put in another bag. And then in a third one, uh, it's an activity that we can do together over FaceTime. So I incorporated her into them. And it's just really nice to have people who are so invested in you that they want to be a part of it. But then it's also helpful because they might not know how to help you. And so when you are feeling sad, if you just call them up, they might be like, uh, what, what do I say? What would help? What would hurt right now? Whereas if I can say, hey, I'm having a bad day, so we're going to do this predetermined activity when I call you, she knows, oh, okay, that's, that's how I need to help her right now. And it just helps other people help you. Yeah. No, I love that. And I love that um... – that idea of when we're willing to ask for people for help, mm-hmm. it's amazing to me how quickly people are willing to help us with things like that. Absolutely. Like having my own mental health struggles and my own things that I'm kind of going through, um, there's such a difference between just like sitting and waiting for somebody to come rescue you mm-hmm. as opposed to going and saying, hey, I really need a friend right now. Or I really need somebody to walk alongside me in some way. Um, And I think that's awesome. I even had very recently a friend who could tell that I was in the dumps. And I had expressed that I was in the dumps. And she knew I really wanted to watch um, the new-ish Disney movie Encanto. Mm -hmm. 
And so she came over and we got out Chinese food and we watched Encanto and we had ice cream and it was great. And it was just what I needed, but it wasn't planned in advance, kind of like these bags are. Right. And so there wasn't like a system to it. And I love, like, it was so helpful for me. And that idea of putting a system to it just sounds so powerful, I think. Yes. That's awesome. I love it. Um, so if somebody wanted to get started doing in the dumps bags kind of on their own, um, what do they need? I mean, obviously they need a lot of self-awareness. <laughs> it seems like there's a lot of like self-reflection that kind of starts out this process. Would that be right? I'll say yes and no. So okay. I would say yes, if you're making them super customized the way I am. But if you're someone sitting there saying, you know, I'm not really there yet because I wasn't for a long time. I didn't know what helped me. So if you're listening and you're like, gosh, I have no idea. Jenny and I are both data lovers. Let's take some data on you. So instead of making customized bags, why not you just make five bags filled with things that you know other people might like to do when they're feeling sad and you could Google, get on social media, gather ideas. And then take some data as you use them and see, did I actually feel better when I did this or did I not? And then you can start to build those customized bags after you kind of try out a bunch of different strategies. Okay, not to get too like ABA about this, but basically do a preference assessment. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Long preference assessment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for real. And and if you're listening to this and you're like, what in the world is a preference assessment? Just like DM one of us and we'll explain what we mean. But no, that's that's great. And I also think it's really important that um how you said, like, you've made them really customized to you, you know yourself really well, but I'm sure when you first started this, like, it wasn't this perfect streamlined system that you have now. Right. Actually, and, and go ahead. go ahead. I actually, one of the things that I did that I've actually really liked doing where that suggestion just came from was I went to five below and I was like, you know, I'm not really... I don't know how to phrase this. Um, I'm not a great like hands-on person. Like I know a lot of people find it very therapeutic to do arts and crafts or to build something. And I don't necessarily do that, but I love to cook. And those are very similar ideas. I just eat what I make instead of hanging on the wall. So I was like, I wonder if I would really like maybe like doing a craft of some type. So I went around five below on a day I was feeling good. And I looked for cheap things that I could try. And I was like, I'll put them in the bag. And if it's a disaster, I know not to include that anymore. And I have found a couple of things that I've really enjoyed by doing that. Uh, the dollar uh, store also has a lot of like packaged crafts and things that you could try. But that was a really good way for me to kind of branch out and see what are some other things I can add to my repertoire. So I'm not always taking a bubble bath, which was one of my go-tos. Yeah. That's so funny that you say that because, um, I mean, a bubble bath is one of my go-tos too, but recently, I'll just put it this way. I've um, had to find a lot of little things that I think would probably go well for in the dumps bags. And one thing that I found that it wasn't going to five below, but I don't know if you've ever heard of Ollie's, if you have like Ollie's near you. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, so you know how they have the like super cheap discount book section? Yes. I found sticker by number books. 
Oh, perfect. And, and let me just tell you, like, it's not anything I ever would have thought that I would enjoy, mm-hmm. but I, um, like when I first got it, I'm, I'm telling you the first day I sat down, I think I maybe did like five stickers. Like that's all I could do that first time because it takes a lot of like scanning and focus and looking and whatever. But now I only have one left and I'm so sad. <laughs> and I never would have known that it's something that I enjoyed if I hadn't just gone out and tried. Right. So that's such a great suggestion of like, just give it a shot. See if you like it. Um, and again, maybe try it the first time when you're already feeling okay. Right. You know? Another thing then- I do with my bags is I always have at least two paired things in there. So it okay. be, um, it's usually going to be some type of like snack, chocolate, drink, tea, something to go with it. Or it could be like a face mask or a foot mask. And so when I had a new thing that I wasn't sure if I'd like, I put in something I knew I would like. So if it was an arts and crafts project, maybe it was uh, a tea that when you, uh, oh my gosh, steep it is the word I'm looking for. When you <laughs> it, it blossoms like a flower and it's beautiful to watch. So I was like, okay, even if the arts and crafts is a disaster, I know I'm going to really enjoy the experience of drinking this tea. So that way, if you are trying it on a sad day, you're not going to completely waste the afternoon because you already know part of it's going to help you. Right. That's an incredible idea. So you said you have like 15, around 15 bags. And then in each of these bags, you have like two items. Mm -hmm. And now do you just keep them in like gallon size bags you have like drawstring bags like like what 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 are the bags themselves it's uh actually one size larger than a gallon size bag because some of the activities are too big like some of my activity books that I got and so we've got the extra the jumbo gallon size bags in a basket in our garage so it's almost like a basket that you would have like blankets in in your living room it's just Uh a round rectangle basket and all the bags are lined up in it now do you label them based on when you think you're gonna need them or do you just kind of look in the bag and say like oh this is one that I think would be good for me right now so actually the way that I'm using them right now is my husband is helping me pick them out because kind of the whole idea of this like we talked about at the beginning of the podcast was sometimes it's not that you don't like reading it's just so overwhelming to pick out a book to read when you're feeling bad. Mm-hmm. Way too hard. And so the first couple of times we used these bags, having 15 bags was overwhelming. And I was like, nope, I don't want to use them. So now my husband, whenever we decide I need to use one, and we'll talk about that in a minute, uh, but he'll go out and he'll choose three different bags that he thinks looks really different. So he will get me one that's got a game in it one that looks like it'd be like a spa night and then a third one that's a reading activity and he'll bring the three in and then I have to choose one of the three that he's presented to me. That makes it a lot easier for me because it's way less choice, but I already packed them. So I know that I will like whatever is in it. And then he can also be involved and he's trying to learn, oh, she seems to really like this activity after this kind of day. And through that process, he's been able to better help me figure out what type of activity would help. So it's been a very dual system. 
Yeah, that's awesome. I That's really, really great. Now, okay, so I want to ask you a question and you can be as vague or specific as you want to be. But before I ask, um, I kind of want to give a caveat about this okay? because um, so the title of this podcast is happy class, right? And it's where happiness and educators meet. And, and that's like the whole spiel and we're humans first and teachers second. But the whole humans first side of it means that like, we're not always going to be happy, right? <laughs> and and I don't want people to listen to the, this podcast and see it as this, you know, oh, we should always be happy. Oh, we should always be um, in a good mood or, or whatever. Like toxic positivity is like, no, like it has no place here. Exactly. <laughs> that is not, if you know me, if you follow any of my work, like that is not my jam at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so- in reality, like there are times that we are going to be in the dumps, that we are going to be sad, that we are going to need these strategies and these tools to help us pull ourselves back up. Um, and, and that's just real life. That's just being human. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, as vague or as specific as you want to be, like when are times that you or someone might use like these in the dumps bags? Absolutely. So kind of like what you just said, we all know that sometimes it just feels good to go sit in a dark room and play your angry music list, right? That's what you need in that moment. You don't need a bag with a rainbow coloring book. You just need to be angry and that's okay. So that would not be a time that I would use one of these bags. If I've already decided, you know what, I know what I need to do. I need to have silent time upstairs. I'm not going to use a bag. If I am having an actual panic attack, I'm not going to use the bag because that's something completely different. I would use this bag when I knew I wanted to do something, but I couldn't figure out what to do. So it would be those moments where I would be sitting on the couch and I would pick up my book and I couldn't sustain attention to it. And then I would get on social media and I couldn't sustain attention. I would turn on the TV and I would turn it back off and I just... I would feel icky. I would feel sad. And I was like, gosh, I I don't want to stay here. What can I do to get myself out of here? That's when I would use these bags. And so that's going to be super customized to each person just based off of what they need. So that example that I gave, it's very rare that I want to go listen to angry music. That's not really my style, but I know that some people that helps a ton. So you're going to have to figure out your own threshold and your own range. But if you're saying like, gosh, I really should go for a walk right now. Well, you kind of already know what you need to do. So you don't maybe need a bag. The bag is for the truly like, I'm going to sit on this couch and stare at the wall for six hours if I don't figure out something to do. And if I do that, I'm going to have a terrible night. And if I have a terrible night, then I'll have a terrible tomorrow morning as well. That's when I would activate the bag to kind of stop that slippery slope from happening. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think, like you said, it was really important about, um, like, you know, when it's right for you. Like you said, when you're angry, like, that's not the time for you to use one of these bags because you know yourself. And I'm listening to this and I'm thinking for me, I'm a crier. Like, I'm basically like, hi, nice to meet you. I'm Jenny and I cry a lot. (laughs) And, um, And I think of, you know, just yesterday, I was in a space where I just needed to sit on my floor and cry. Mm -hmm. And 
Grand and my cats came over and were like snuggling me because they always do when I'm sad. They like know. And um, but I wasn't in a place where I needed to do something. Like I had something that I was legitimately sad about and needed to just kind of honestly grieve a little bit. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like I sat there and then I cried it out. And then I knew when I was ready to move on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like if I had just kind of jumped to, oh, I'm sad I or I'm in a bad mood or whatever. I need this in the dumps bag. It's going to fix everything. It's not going to fix everything. You still have to deal with your feelings. Right. You still have to handle that anxiety or that grief or that anger or whatever it is. But this is kind of that way to start rebuilding some of that momentum to get you back on track to where you want to be. Would that mm-hmm. would that be true? Yes, absolutely. I think it's so cool. And I, I keep trying to think of this. There's a phrase, and maybe you can help me out, how you were saying when you like pick at kind of random things and you're like jumping from thing to thing. There's a phrase for it, and I can't think of the phrase. And maybe somebody listening can like comment and tell us what the phrase is. But I definitely feel that when I'm in a space where I just like my head is all over the place and I'm just pulling random stuff and hoping something sticks and none of it does. Right. Mm -hmm. And so this kind of helps things stick. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, only because I need to ask this, um, what happens if you're like in a place, and, and maybe we kind of already answered this, but what happens when you're in a place where, you know, your husband goes out and gets your three in the dumps bags, brings them in and says, here, babe, pick from these three. And you're like, I don't want to, <laughs> you know, like not that we're tantruming like, like children, but I think of, you know, students in, in a classroom or in a clinic who like, they just, they just don't want to, you, you give them the choice, you give them the strategies and, um, you're just in a place where you're not ready for it yet. What what is, does that ever happen to you? What does that kind of look like? So that has not happened to me yet, but we do have a plan. And okay. the, the plan is the bags just sit on the table. And at that point, if I'm choosing not to use the strategy, then that's on me. And I know that sounds really harsh. And again, you're going to have to know yourself, but I, I know without a doubt, so much evidence that doing something like this and getting back on my routine is going to help me. If I choose to not use one of my predetermined strategies, and it's a guarantee that if I don't get myself out of the rut, I won't be able to follow my bedtime routine. And then if I can't Mm -hmm. follow my bedtime routine, I will not get a good night's sleep. And if I don't get a good night's sleep, I will wake up in a bad mood. And then tomorrow morning, I'll have to deal with the fact that I had strategies that I worked really hard to build and I chose not to use them, and I'll have to reflect on that choice. And having that real tough love talk with myself has helped me say, fine, I'll I'll do one of these bags. And so far, it has always helped to do one of the bags. Even if I didn't love the activity, doing the bag kind of helped me be like, okay, maybe I should go hang the clothes now that are in the laundry basket. And then I hang the clothes, and I'm like, okay, 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 I'm feeling a little bit better. Maybe I should go make a snack. And I go to the kitchen and I cook. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of climb out of the pit that way. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're responsible f- for using your own strategies. And if you're not going to use them, then you're just going to have to work through what that looks like later on. 
Yeah. I just have to tell you, I so admire how intentional you are with this oh. and how like thought out this whole thing. And like, like even the fact that you said that hasn't happened yet, but we have a plan for when it does. Yes. Like I, I just, I adore that about you in general. Um, but I think it really, um, I think it really helps this strategy be something that's, that's practical for you and, and for other people mm-hmm. and for anybody who's, who's listening right now, who's like, okay, um, I, I think this could help me and I think I need to be intentional about that. So, okay, let's, let's talk, let's talk homework because this is happy class. So with that said, if somebody's saying, Hey, I, I want to, I want to give this a try too. What would kind of their first action step be for them to get started on something like this? What's their homework from you? The homework is to start working on that list. And so you don't need to listen to this podcast and have your bags ready to go the next day. Maybe give yourself two weeks. So you're listening to this podcast today, two weeks from today in 14 days, you're going to start. So for the next 14 days, you're going to have a notes app on your phone. You're going to have a post-it note. You're going to have whatever works for you. And anytime any thought crosses your mind, I might like to do that. Write it on your list. Maybe you're watching TikTok and you see someone else's self-care Sunday routine and you're like, I love one of the things she did. Write it on your list. Maybe your friend at work tells you that she went and got a pedicure and you're like, that sounds nice. Write it on your list. Maybe if you do live with people or you have close friends or family members, ask them, hey, what do you think I could put on my list that would help me feel better if you have a relationship in which you can talk about that with them? and see if they have ideas. Because my husband gave me some of my ideas for my bags. You just want to make your list and then you can start to build them. And you don't have to go buy anything for this. I did a lot of shopping my house to build these bags. Yeah. I had on my list, gosh, I love my bubble baths. And so then when I went to make my bag, I was like, let me put together a super duper special bubble bath with a bath bomb that I've never used before and a brand new candle. So that's one of my bags. That's something I already do, but it's a little bit more special. And on my list, I brainstormed. I know that makes me feel better. That should be one of my bags. So the first thing you want to do is just start your list and start collecting those ideas. Got it. Start the list. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have that self-awareness, you're never really going to be able to move move past it. And and you're not going to be able to individualize it for what you need. Exactly. That's great. Um, And I'm honestly thinking to myself, like, I need to make a list. And I wonder if it would be helpful if, um, you know, we sit down and make a list and maybe even like share that list. Or at least I'll share that list on on my blog or on my website somewhere. I'll put it in the show notes and just kind of say like, okay, here's the things, here's an example, right? And it might not be, there might be things on there that you're like, Jenny, I really don't want to go start knitting baby hats to donate to the hospital, but that's something that I really love to do, you know, <laughs> but it'll at least give you guys ideas um, for what that would look like, because I'm just, I'm just so excited for seeing how impactful this is, this is going to be. And I can't wait to hear people's stories of how they use their, they're in the dumps bags. Yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> One last more thing I wanted to say is yeah. I am a very organized person that makes my little heart so happy. Maybe mm-hmm. you're not, and that's okay. I'm calling them in the dumps bags. Maybe yours is a shoebox 
and you just throw a bunch of stuff in there and then you stick your hand in and you pull something out and that's what you're doing that day. That's totally fine. It doesn't have to look the way mine looks. It doesn't have to be organized. It doesn't, you don't have to have 15 of them. You just, you make a strategy that's going to help you where you're at and go from there. This should be a no pressure strategy that you're doing. This should be a, I'm super fun. This is a super fun, exciting way to help myself strategy to use. Yeah. And um, one thing that I've been really thinking a lot about, like I said, I I have my happy box, which kind of sounds a little bit like your shoebox idea you just threw out there. Mm -hmm. Um, And like I've been kind of redefining fun for myself Mm -hmm. that I often think like, oh, it's not some big, exciting, extravagant thing. So like that's not – that's not fun. Like reading a – a historical fiction novel about World War II. Like, that's not fun. I enjoy it, but that's not fun. And I have always thought that, like, fun meant it had to be, like, sparkly or, like, exciting. When really, we're just talking about things that might just put even the smallest smile on your face. Exactly. You You know, just something that you enjoy that brings you back to yourself um and and it's it's amazing even for me um one thing that I keep in my happy box that I'll throw out there is another example for your box your bag your whatever um I love to keep notes from people yeah from like over the years of people who have like encouraged me of like, okay, it's not super fun to go back and reread a card from a friend in college, but is that something that makes me smile a little bit? Yeah. So I keep like a stack of those kinds of cards and notes and letters and things in my happy box too. So it's all about, it's all about you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's all about you. And I think that list is going to help people bring it back to that. Mm-hmm. I don't want your list to look like my list and I don't want my list to look like Nicole's list. And I don't think Nicole's list looks like Corey's list. <laughs> and right. You know, it, it's all, it's all you and what you need. Mm-hmm. So thanks so much for coming on and sharing this with us. Absolutely. Awesome. I'm so excited. And I cannot wait to see if anybody starts using this strategy as well, because it's just fun to know and to like learn and grow from each other. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we are a podcast that exists for um, giving tips and tricks to educators specifically. And so if you want to go on and make these bags or make a box or whatever, and you want to share out what you're doing, um, you can use our hashtag of more than a teacher that we use for this podcast all the time. Um, Cause, cause we want to, we want to see what we're doing, what you're doing. We want to celebrate with you and we want to get ideas from each other. Yes. Like I said, there's going to be things that we don't even think of on our own and uh, two heads are always better than one. <laughs> exactly. All right. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, we'll keep an eye out for that homework on social media and on Instagram. And um, we will maybe talk to you soon, Nicole. I would <laughs> love that. That sounds great. All right. Thanks so much. (laughs) Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today, friend. Be sure to head over to our Instagram 
at happyclass.pod to connect with me and today's special guest. Also, help a girl out and leave us a review. This gets the word out that we are all hashtag more than a teacher. Finally, do you know someone who you think would just be the perfect future guest? Please send me an email to jenny at bravingbsel.com so I can go hit them up. All right, we'll see you next happy class.